0: Welcome to Solutions from the Yard, a candid discussion about life behind bars and its effect on society. We'll discuss reintegration or reentry back into the community post-incarceration. Your host for this episode is Charles Hopkins. Yeah, today uh, on Solutions from the Yard, we'll be talking about the District of Columbia Criminal Code has finally been fully updated since 1901, and the council is trying to change that. Recently, the District of Columbia City Council came together and finally came up with a revision of the D.C. Criminal Code. And the D.C. Criminal Code is basically the uh, legislative laws of crimes and punishment in the District of Columbia. And it says that over, it's, it was came into existence in 1901. Hasn't been changed since 1901 the District of Columbia, criminal code. Some of the laws on the books might be something like if you tied your horse up on the on the wrong side of the street, you get fined. And some of these antiquated laws are still in existence, but what we want to talk about today is some of the problems associated with, one, the D.C. criminal code, the fact that it hasn't been changed, and two, what do this mean when you say it has been changed? Joining me today is uh, Dietrich Trent and... Michael Dickinson here. welcome. How you doing? Welcome, welcome. All right, now both of y'all have been sentenced and punished under the D.C. Criminal Code. Uh, I was not fortunate enough to be up under that one. I was up under the Maryland Criminal Code. But the D.C. Criminal Code, the unique thing about the D.C. Criminal Code is that the code is not, don't come into existence in Congress has a final say on what the laws will and will not be, regardless of what the city council do or don't do. And recently the city council came together and revised the D.C. criminal code and putting in it, uh, changing certain laws and adding more harsh laws. Uh, as a as a, a person that was subjected to the D.C. criminal code, what are your views on the D.C. criminal code in general or your understanding of the D.C. criminal code, uh, Dixon Hill?
1: um well my views on it is uh if you if you have um laws that still exist all the way back until 1901 and and upon research it said that during that time you still had Congressmen that were ex-slaveholders right, on at that time so therefore you know, you basically still going under laws that that that, that existed doing slavery, right? And the biasness of those laws, and that's the thing that the problem that I have with with the D.C. code laws is the biasness of it, because you know by not having those set criteria's and set guidelines like you know the federal
0: right laws yeah, got,
1: right. you know, when I came to prison. You know, it was it was real rare that you saw, you know, a so called white person, you know, amongst us. Right. Because nine times out of ten, they can get caught with the same uh amount of drugs as you and I could get caught with, and they just got probation or, you know, got sentenced to drug rehab, stuff like that. And we always got the harsher penalties. Mm-hmm. And and that's one of the things about that code, it really doesn't have no set guidelines to to strengthen, you know, being impartial,
0: right? And right.
1: that's the thing that I, that I always saw a problem with it, because you know, like I said, they they come to jail, get caught with, I'm talking about something that I can get caught with, probably get 20 years, and they get probation,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and, and and that's why I believe that 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 code should be revised because. And you know, as it should, as it has, but it because it it it, it 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 put a lot of people in prison for a long time that looked like me and you, mm-hmm. and, and and the sentencing was definitely biased when it came to races.
0: And and the, and the uh, to echo that point, that was one of the things that came out of this. Uh, the reason for changing was that the sentencing structure, which is, comes up under DC code, the sentencing structure was it was it, disproportionate when it came to the D.C. citizens, but again, Congress has its final say. Deidre, what's your take on, and, and you was uh, um, when you were subjected to the D.C. Criminal Code, you were subjected to it as a juvenile, and which goes into, again, the D.C. Criminal Code and the way it's implemented when it comes to
2: uh, people of color. The District of Columbia Code. 22 503 been revised to 22403 mm-hmm. and it read assault with intent to commit any other offense whoever assaults another with intent to commit any other offense which may be punished by imprisonment in a penitentiary shall be imprisoned not more than 5 years in addition to any other penalty provided under this section, a person may be fined an amount not more than the amount set forth in 22,3571, mm-hmm. some garbage. Right. Right. This was a law that was, was established in March, of, March the 3rd, 19, 1901. Mm-hmm. It was revised. In 2014, only thing was changed was the title code, and that was it was changed from 22503 to 22403. Right. The language stayed. Mm. And the reason why I, was, I read that code off because Come on. that was the code I was charged with as an adult. I mean, <laughs> as, not as, as a adult juvenile. as a juvenile. Right. As an adult. Right. Where does it stay anywhere in there that you could bring a juvenile in under this anything right they don't you you, you see no law you see nothing this is a charge that you bring a, a the title none of this the reason why I'm saying this is because when I got locked up a long time ago in 1990s early 90s mm-hmm. I was on a juvenile tier and I wasn't the only one with the same type of charge I had but our indictments Read different Right Reason why I say that Because I got Charged with this It got 32 years From this account From this account Dang Right And what it said Five years Five in prison. years That's what it said Follow me I'm gonna tell y'all oh, come A story on, come on. How, how, how ambiguous The DC Statute codes Been for so many years That's right Now it don't need to be pick the part; it need to be taken apart. That's right. Come on. And rebuilt. So let me get back to the story. What I was trying to explain to the people. A lot of other brothers was charged with, uh, which was assault with, uh, 22501, mm-hmm. which is assault with attempt to kill. Right. Mm-hmm. We all juveniles. We, but my ass cold says something different. So I found, um, 15 years later after my sentence, I found when I got a little bit more knowledgeable, knowledgeable what what was going on, what I was facing, and, you know, when when my mind started to mature and understand that I'm an adult, and my mind, faculty starting to catch up with my body. Mm, That's right. So I understood, and I asked the judge, hey, why is my, why is my, this D.C. title code say five years in imprisonment? You know what he wrote me? Right, he said, "You technically, you correct, Mr. Trent, but you had a, you was armed under this offense, so that's why we gave you the life, the thirty-two years to life." I said, "Where we'll you say that at?" And right. <laughs> we we'll just do this, say that, at. right. So my point is, man, these, these, this is not nothing new, right? They just what it is now is. The demographics and the and, and the colors Come of your DC of DC District Columbia is changing now, mm-hmm. and these laws will not only affect the brown and the black person now; they're going to affect the other man now. It going to affect because now the population is starting to balance out, right? And you know what? That's and 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 echo your point. This
0: was the this was the takeaway in terms of some of the criticism that came out for saying that. The need the reason why DC criminal code Need to be changed because it's so ambiguous that it's no specific and me and Mike was talking about this earlier when he said about assault. You can't you don't have a definition of what assault is. Right. So who do you leave that up to? In the case that you just read, it says five years or uh and a penalty for uh something related to it, but then you don't say what those penalties related to it is. My point. And okay, here go another point. All right. So now they're saying they're going to change the D.C. Criminal Code, uh, Dickerson Hill. And, but ultimately, Congress has a final say-so on approving the changes or not. And one of the changes that they, the, the uh, D.C. Council is is adamant about not including its strict gun laws because they're saying, that the council is saying that the statistics and studies say that strict gun laws do not prevent gun violence. Right. So they're so they're saying we're not going to increase the penalty for possession of a weapon or utilize, utilization of a weapon in a crime of mm-hmm. violence. When that gets to Congress, Mike, pick it up from there. What you think they're going to do with it? Because Congress has a final say on on this on what they just agreed to. They got to go before, first go to the mayor. Mm-hmm. If the mayor disagree with it, she can kick it back or, or veto it. Then it go, or or she can agree with it and it go to Congress. Congress has the final say on whatever goes on in District of Columbia because District of Columbia is not uh, a, state, a state, right? It's a, a plantation. Come on, Mike.
1: Well, <laughs> I never thought that you'd be able to carry a handgun in DC until the uh, gentrification came yes, around. Yes, come on, talk about that. Um, <laughs> because you know DC been fighting for that for a long time, and then once the gentrification came in, you know another race of people came in, then all of a sudden now the Second Amendment apply. So I'm, I'm I believe like when you when when you go all the way back to slavery, right? Let's go back to the slave code laws. Um, you Come know, on. the slave code laws Was guidelines on The restrictions And the penalties that be put On a slave if they committed A certain offense, not a Say per se a crime, but a Certain offense mm-hmm. You know, like you can't look A white man in the eyes mm-hmm. That was an offense yeah, yes. It wasn't a crime, <laughs> but it was an offense Yeah. You know If you put your hands on The white man that was a offense, and you can get a hundred lashes, you know, XYZ right, right. running away. You can get this, you can get that. These was that, what was called the slave code laws. Then, after 1865, the slave code laws just changed names and went from the slave code to the black code laws. Mm, come on. But the black code laws still had some of the same uh, provisions and in, 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 in statutes, but it was just more things added. That's right. Because now they created uh more laws that that, that can cover us while we was free. You understand what I'm saying? Because we are not on the plantations no more. So now they put laws in like okay, if uh, if if a so-called black man do this or do that, this it, it can cover this or cover that. Mm-hmm. You you fall under those guidelines and those statutes. So when you really just think about it, what what, what laws did they have? You know, they, they didn't have no laws on them. Nah. You know what I'm saying? These things were made for us, just like the 13th Amendment is really not even necessary because if we was never slaves, that would have never been in need. hmm The 14th Amendment is really not necessary because that don't have nothing to do with anybody that were considered Negro, Black, or color. It didn't even have nothing to do with it. So, that's not even necessary to put in there. The 15th Amendment is not even necessary. Because it don't apply to another nationality of people. Mm-hmm. It don't even apply. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So this is what I'm... The picture that I'm trying to paint is how all these laws that's been going on, on. amendments that have been going on, were strictly geared towards us. Yeah. So this D.C. code... Just evolve. Come on. These are just nothing but guidelines that deal with us. That's right. You see what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So therefore, you know that's why I said from at the beginning of the show, when when we get incarcerated, we get we get the full Mm -hmm. penalties. When another race get incarcerated, they don't it don't it don't apply to them. And see, that's the thing that I'm trying to make the point that I'm trying to point out is how all these laws and this codes that's coming out really don't apply to nobody but us. Right. It applies to us. And, and look, it
0: say right here, say the District of Columbia, right, current criminal code stands in sharp contrast to most others' U.S. jurisdiction. And <clears throat> to go back to your point, that the D.C. code, <clears throat> criminal code, 1901, uh, the people that wrote it, was own slaves. Yes. All right? Uh, so if you own slaves, you're not writing a code to say uh, that uh, if you steal or if you assault, it's a problem. You're writing a code to say that if you, the slave, do X, Y, Z, exactly. it's punishable by A, B, C. Exactly. As far as like in in the, the civil society, if if you had issues. And and very rarely would you come to court on those issues because during that time, uh, land the plantation ran them up, and all the power came through the plantation. But Dietrich, talk about uh, how the D.C. criminal code, as it stands, when when it when when it, when they talked about changing, talk about what role should had the community had played in trying to have input on. A change in the DC code because remember, we're talking about now, this code is gonna be applied to DC residents. Okay. So, and then we got a question of whether or not what the DC residents gonna look like in five years from today.
2: Mm. Let me ask you something. Then we just had a um a vote. We had a lot of uh, it was we just went through election. Mm-hmm. Did you see any of this on the on the on the um election?
0: We ain't see nothing on the. We ain't hear nothing about it.
2: You didn't hear anything about nothing the bill. Nothing about it. Okay, let me tell you why you ain't gonna hear nothing about the bill on the election because they don't want the people involved when it comes to this part. Mm-hmm. Now we all we 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 hollering. We want to be a state, but we need to start operating like a state and say that. Mm. Come on, speak just, on that. Speak you know, that. and meaning is if happy operate as a state. You serve it. You, you 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 let your people vote on. We do we want to change the laws and this is the things that we want because we are the people that the laws are going to affect. It's not going to affect mm-hmm. Virginia mm-hmm. or Merlin, only with mm-hmm. they drive through or whatever, or like like it was the, one of the congressmen from Oregon or somewhere. He made it. To, he up there hollering about what type of laws he want in D.C. this is this is this is this is madness that's right right now but one of the one of the main things and I know Mike you could speak on to this because you was under this code one of the most ambiguous I don't know where they found this code at it can't be found it's not no statue on it it's nothing to stand on this code and I don't know how they made it disappear Twenty two thirty two oh two. this code here is Offense, like Mike said, offense. Mm. It's not a, it's not a criminal know, yeah, statute. Yeah,
0: right, not a statue. Come on,
2: it's a <laughs> offense. So it's all up to us how we feel. He, you know what? I don't like the way he did that. So we gonna give him this wild arm offense. But you don't even know this wild arm offense is really. Yeah, I'm offended. I'm offended. I'm a, <laughs> and, and, and excuse my French, but man, we this is straight from this is straight from the yard, from solutions from yard. But it's just debucking the nigga. Yeah. Offense. And i and I mean that. It's because you it's, it's 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 such an offense that you could be fine laws that you're not guilty of your ch- actual criminal. Right, code right, offense, right, 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 But you can't get up under the 3202 because they say, oh yeah, you did all that, but you was wild well along with this fence, so you still have life on the back of your number. D this is was one of the offenses that that Congress quietly... Mm, come on. They took off all of our books in 2014. You, you see they came back with the one that fit, when they changed the... Uh, Mike, help me when, when I'm speaking. Uh, when the indeterminate numbers... Right. To the determined numbers. Right. That's how they put the Requiem of the 22-3202. I mean that's how they put that to bed. Because they put it to bed, but they didn't put it to bed because there was a lot of brothers still in there... Under that code. That's what that mm. and
0: that right there, and that right there what you just said is the problem with the DC criminal code. How can you yes, that's my right, thing. How can you you if you,
2: you revise a code, but then you're saying it's no good, but you still have people subjected to the that And that's that's the that's that's, that's
0: that's the crazy see, that's the insanity part about yes. it. Yes. Because you saying that the D you saying that a DC criminal code written by slave owners, uh Reinforced by their ancestors in Congress, right? Uh, And just like you say, somebody in the heartland of America saying, I don't agree with D.C. criminal code. I don't agree with the way D.C. criminal code is when it says about gun control. I think that you should give 50 years for a handgun. I don't think that you should be lenient on guns. So because you're in Congress, even though you're citizens... Your elected officials say, we want, we don't want a mandatory sentence on handguns, even though they say it and agree to it, you can come around and say as Congress, no, if you don't put this in there, then we're not going to sign off on it. And all these old ominous offenses going to remain the same. And there lies the problem. And this is the problem with the the, the ambiguity. Talk about that, though, Mike, because you were subjected to the ominous bill.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, deal. Yeah. I Damn. definitely can speak on that because the Omnibus Act came out in 1994 and existed to 2000. It was a six-year span. If you got sentenced within 1994 to 2000, when you got sentenced, you didn't have no good time, which means that you had to go to your expiration date. Mm-hmm. Now... I was trying to figure out in my research that <laughs> how can you do that? What what, what was this? Like you said, is no stature. There's no reason for you to do that, right? And within the six years span, you telling me that if I got locked up in 1999 and I get 20 years, I got to do my whole 20 for day for day. But if Dietrich turned right around and got locked up in 2001. <laughs> He still get his five days a month. Yeah. But both of us got the exact same charge. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make no sense because there's no guidelines to say, why are you even doing that? That's right. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing that always baffled me about the Omnibus Act. You did not have no reason to do it because a person can have the exact same identical charge and get their good time and I don't got mine. And DJ, why do they do? Why can they? Why
0: why can they do it though? He said, like Mike say, I, yeah, uh, they I, don't have no yeah. way. But why can they
2: do it? Okay, okay. Now, so I gotta go. Let's go back. Go back. Did we have any problems when murder, And this is no nothing against a, no one. Uh, seat? Why they terms and in any seats? But we talk about criminal code, right? Do you you do compare the compare the Good Time Credit Act, and it was before the Good Time Credit Act, it was called uh, the um, old law mm-hmm. something something like it was, mm, was right. it the old law man
1: yeah the D C old yeah that's it what, that's what everybody's used to call yeah, it was it the called the old, the old law it, it,
2: actually that's the name of it, the book I mean, it's, it, it was the old law until it came to the D C Good Time Credit Act under both of these. Statute under both of these criminal codes back then, and these statutes back then during this time, you had good credit. You was it was it was implemented for rehabilitation, Mm -hmm. right? The mayor of D.C. made sure that he signed on to stuff of these the these of this nature. Mm You talk about Marion Bird, right? Marion Bird, the man for life, once again. But now the day, let me now I'm getting back to how it could go how they can be able to do it. When these stuff come out and we don't put our signature on it, mm-hmm. see, because all I don't have to do is don't sign, they're going to still go to the Congress. Right. Come on. Right? That's right. And then the Congress don't sign, Does that mean what it is? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? It means law. But no signature. So no who's signature. held by this? Who going to be in trouble? Who could we say? Mayor Boggs, I ain't signed it. I ain't signed that. I didn't she go oh I ain't I, everybody well, can the, say the citizens still gonna be subjected to But it. the citizen still be subjected to this law. Mm. That's why we need to start acting like we a state.
0: And I think, and you know what, on that, and I think that at some point in time we going to flush that out because that make that make good sense. That don't make sense that, that you sit in the yes. seat
2: and you let stuff go. Or we get stuff that go past you that don't be signed. I think that that process need to be looked at uh, first.
0: I, and the other thing is the the point that like you say, we need to start acting like we are a state. And by that, you, you made the right correct analysis. We need to take charge of of, of our government our, of our government because we need to stop letting them. We need to stop letting them say what is and what ain't. And uh, on that note, Dixon Dick, uh, Dick Hill, uh, what's the solution? Because we're just about solutions from the yard. So what's your solution? We on this yard. We, we beating these people up about uh, ominous bill and <laughs> racist ass laws. And pardon my, no, don't pardon nothing I said. Uh, <laughs> racist laws. Uh, what's the solution?
1: Uh, well, like, you know, the solution is like Dietrich said um, about the voting. And it, it it goes back to uh, It really goes back To the 15th Amendment mm-hmm. You know When we had to, When we had mm-hmm. to be Given the right to vote And when we Us as a people So called Black people African American people Whatever you choose To be called Black brown Us as a people We couldn't vote And we still Couldn't vote All the way to what To 1965 Come on Now You know now when you really think about it What was DC? What's DC's nickname The old nickname Chocolate City Okay then So now you see the picture that I'm trying to bring. Well, You say we turned from chocolate to what Yeah we turned to chocolate to uh, Vanilla Man vanilla swirl or <laughs> something it, it ain't even <laughs> nah, Chocolate nah, City nah, nah, no more nah, nah, It's cappuccino right now Oh, okay, oh it's okay, cappuccino, cappuccino. Okay. <laughs> okay well You know it, it, it ain't Chocolate City no more right. You know it ain't dark chocolate nah, no more
2: Logan's
1: So not. The point that I'm trying to make is, is One of the reasons why I believe You know We haven't been able to Us as citizens Vote on something You know far as the laws in the city Because they never wanted us to vote from the get go mm. They never wanted us to vote from the get go mm. You see what I'm saying So how can you vote to even make laws Especially laws that's going to determine your fate So My solution is you know is you know to allow us to start standing up and pushing that 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 envelope, because now that you have a lot of Europeans, so-called white people, coming to the city, that's why these things gonna get revised because they the ones that's gonna go to city council mm-hmm. and want to start demanding the vote. So guess what? We gotta be right on that that same train. We, we gotta be on that train.
0: You in, you in the you in the rec, y'all. You in the record. You um,
2: Got the solution. What's your solution in the record? my solution is that and piggybacking for Mike what Dixon and was saying is that we the people the District of Columbia residents holds the power come on mm-hmm. meaning that we hold the power is understand <coughs> why 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 they haven't gave the District of Columbia a vote the people because we would change the, we would we would change the the balance, the power of balance. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Why we we live here? Why we don't have a say on what, what goes and what don't goes here? You can't move anywhere else in, in the rural areas uh, saying you're going to build something here and you do your voter. They don't even ask us to vote on stuff. To vote. We just have to holler and say, oh, we don't want the stuff here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey. We don't get votes here mm. because they don't want us to control the most powerfulest city in the world. Come on. That's why you ain't gonna never get a vote here. That's why they don't want this to be a state because once we become, we become the most powerful city in the world with a vote, and I stopped that by, <laughs> but we become the most powerful for real. Yeah, but think okay. about it. Yeah, no, no. We were, no. we were, we as residents of DC, uh, uh, District of Columbia, holding a vote of what goes on in other states as well. Come on. They don't want that. That's why they all sit here to make the vote. And we control everything that comes from this city from this vote. But getting back to the point that we have to stop asking for stuff to be put on our ballots. Plain and simple. Plain and simple.
0: There you have it. Solution from the Yard. Plain and simple. Control your own destiny through the vote. Thank you. That's it. You've been listening to Solutions from the Yard. This podcast is presented by Voices for a Second Chance, a comprehensive reentry program that provides culturally appropriate, trauma informed, gender specific, and peer based services. For more information, go to info at vscdc.org or visit our website at www.vscdc.org.